Ratty and Cantati. Ratty and Cantati. R-A-T-T-I-I-N-C-A-N-T-A-T-I. Today's episode is brought to you by Ratty and Cantati. Go to R-A-T-T-I-I-N-C-A-N-T-A-T-I.com. It's an online bookshop focused on indie books, zines, and other media that aim to inspire you to change worlds. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined by my guests today. Two guests, not one. It's a special day. Leighton and Blumier Connor, the co-creators of Swan Castle. Did I get your names right? <laughs> yes. Excellent. Excellent. You have a project here for Zine Month that you all are putting out. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Could you tell me a little bit about it? Absolutely. So uh, this is a setting guide for a setting we've created called Swan Castle. I'm here with my daughter. I didn't actually mention that. And uh, we're working on this together. So you can jump in if you need to correct me. But let me just say a little bit about the setting. So our setting is called Swan Castle. So it's, uh, it's a castle, but it exists in a dimensional conjunction where more than a hundred different realities sort of overlap. So it's in sort of like the middle of this place where they overlap. So this, this castle is in the middle, it's surrounded by a forest. And if you go wandering through the forest, it will lead you to over a hundred different worlds. So the idea is you've got this castle where there's, you know, there's a queen and there's, there's guards and there's a society and there's a market and everything, but it's at this crossroads of all these different worlds. You have people coming and going, different worlds so you can mix and mingle all kinds of different genres so the idea is you could use this with any game in any setting because any character can travel through the dimensions to come to this castle and then end up in any other dimension or me characters from any other kind of world <laughs> so we, we a lot of multi-genre kind of possibilities because that's something i'm really into i i really like that <laughs> that's pretty cool i i I'm a huge fan of, uh, of of the manual of the planes from AD&D. And I've oh, yeah. so many planar campaigns and jumping off to different worlds that that's something I really get into. I think that's a cool idea. I think it's going to be a neat, neat thing. Can you tell me a little bit more about the castle and what you all have been doing, uh, prepping this and writing this and art and everything else while it's been going on there? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it starts many, many years ago. Uh, do you want to say a few words about the starting point like the actual castle the actual castle uh we got the castle on father's day like at least seven years ago and it's a playmobil castle with i have at least a hundred playmobiles from a ton of different sets and that's kind of how the idea started because we had like fantasy playmobiles and like space playmobiles and fairy playmobiles so it kind of became something else yes so, i love that <laughs> that's so cool so originally my daughter was little and she really wanted this princess fantasy castle and then like uh yeah it ended up being father's day we finally got the thing and yeah but all the all the different playmobiles that we accumulated started out with the castle set but then you bring in like yeah the, the sci-fi ones and the various things and it seemed obvious like well clearly this is some sort of dimensional conjunction because these are people from different worlds so it started <laughs> with us just playing with the little toys and then just sort of developed it over time. 
And then we worked on a comic book together called The Electric Team. And we put Swan Castle into that uh-huh. and sort of developed it, uh, the fictional Swan Castle, and came up with some of the, the background. So it only seemed natural because I do a lot of RPG stuff and have written yeah. a lot of RPG books. Uh, over time, it only seemed natural to turn it into source book. And so we've been having a lot of fun with it, sort of taking our old ideas, but really adding a lot of new stuff and really fleshing it out. And we don't want it to just be self-indulgent references to like, you know, toys, <laughs> toys that we've had. We wanted to make it actually useful for players. So we've we spent a lot of time coming up with a lot of different random tables of like people you can encounter, things you can encounter for all the different areas. So there's a, there's a main castle, there's a marketplace, there's a sort of a hotel area where people stay. We have encounters you can have in all these different locations different characters, and like I said, different genres. So there, there are like knights and nobles and stuff like you'd expect in the castle, but there's also aliens. There's also, you know, talking ponies. There's also various kinds of monsters. Yeah, so there's, we're, there's like an olive tree that works at a reception desk. <laughs> yes, there's an olive tree that works at a reception desk. So we're trying to give a, a wide <laughs> range of, of characters and experiences. And of course, below the castle, there's like catacombs. So you can go down there and there's like dungeons and stuff. So you're full role-playing game experience. But we're, we're trying to just flesh it out and have just a ton of references for uh, people to use at their gaming table. And then there's stuff, I'm sorry, and there's stuff in the forest around the castle too. And then there's like some ideas for different worlds that the different paths lead to. I love that. I, I'm really curious about something though that y'all brought up. I want to know a little bit more about the comic that you worked on together. <laughs> For several years, I think we started in 2015. We were serializing comic book that we co-created and we co-wrote. And you were little when we started. So mainly I was originally I was shouldering most of the writing when we were co-writing. Like now, now we're we're much more genuinely correct collaborative. But I used to do most of the, the actual time. But we had this idea together. And then I wrote the scripts and we recruited our friend, Sam Albert, who's a very good artist to do artwork. And we serialized it online and we did print collections every, every now and then. And that was a lot of fun. And we did that for a few years until sadly, Sam had other responsibilities and had to kind of move on. So we just sort of wrapped it up. But it was, it was a very, very good experience. And you can still read the comic online, electricteamcomic.com electricteamcomic.com i'm gonna have to type that out right now and make sure i get it before before (laughs) but that was that that specific team they uh they live on you know a post-apocalyptic world but they at one point traveled to swan castle so the castle actually appeared in the story and so we fleshed it out some more in the comic i really love that and and bloomier i've got a question for you specifically Mm -hmm. i've got i've got a couple uh, children that I'm assuming are about your age, maybe. <laughs> and they don't like to do much with me. I'm curious what it's like developing something like this with your father. Could you speak to some of that to us and tell us what that's like? I think it's great because my father is great. Yes. Yeah. Good to hear. And this is something that we both like made yeah. a long time ago and it keeps growing. So it's it's really fun to make this because it's just just something I don't I don't really know how to describe that. Just 
something we just both work on. That that's cool. That's good. That's a, that's a nice that's a nice thing. And how's the working relationship considering it's work and home? <laughs> <laughs> we've we've gotten along very well so far. We've been working on this for several months now. Uh, we fought, we we really got started last summer, I think, on the book, and we've just been working on it pretty steadily since then to get it ready for the Kickstarter. Uh, a lot of it is coming up with tables because, like I said, mm-hmm. we want it to be really useful for people. Yeah, and that seemed like, like a good resource. That so we spend a lot of time just, and we do we do sometimes argue about like, no, there's supposed to be 20 items on this table, and we have like 23 ideas. So I think we should cut a couple of years because they're not as good, but it never, oh, gets, no. it never gets really, you know, it's, it's all in, it's all in good fun. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we sometimes disagree about what needs to be cut from the table, but it's, yes. we, we've collaborated. Though. And so when it comes to the art and stuff like that, who's doing all this? So this is great illustrations in the comic here. Oh yeah. We, we, we are blessed to know many, many, any great artists. So uh, we just asked a bunch of our friends. So the, the artists who are currently lined up is uh, Sam Albert, who did the Art for Electric Team comic, and uh, Josh Burnett, who does a lot of RPG stuff. His zine, Propuscular, is uh, really good. Number two is coming out soon. But uh, Josh is going to be doing <laughs> art for us. Uh, Lindsay Hornsby, James Hornsby, Jeffrey Johnson. Who am I forgetting? It's so rude to forget somebody. Oh, yes. No, not Scott. But <laughs> our friends, oh, Joseph Morris. So these are, we know a lot of artists. I've worked with a lot of artists. So these are just the ones that I thought would really fit with the project. So I'm going to ask another question here. Lumiere, do you play role playing games with your father? Yes. Oh, you're a lucky man. I wish I could get my children <laughs> to do this. <laughs> they don't think it's cool. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you've got a what fifth level fifth ah, fifth level warrior. warrior in DCC. Oh, that's nice. pretty cool. Nice, I appreciate that. That's fun. That's fun. What is your warrior's name? Meta. Meta. I like it. I appreciate it. I, I'm playing a fifth level barbarian named Logar. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. To yeah. Hear. So I I do feel. I do feel very blessed that both of my kids have really enjoyed uh, gaming. It is. I am very fortunate. I am grateful for that because it is a good time. Yeah, that is cool. So I'm curious how y'all got into games and where you went, what took you from, because you've got quite a few games out there. Could you talk real quick about, about your company and the stuff you've put out and how you got into gaming and started putting out your own game stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My story starts way before you're born, Blue. Uh, but yeah, I started gaming in like 1987. First game was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but we oh. didn't really understand what we were doing. <laughs> I, this is very similar to what I experienced. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Excellent. But then the, the first game I really got into was when, when I got the, the Redbox Basic D&D with that Larry Elmore cover. And my friends and I started playing that. We loved it. So I just I really got into gaming and just started buying dragon magazine and learning about other games so i played D, but then i also got excited about like ghostbusters and oh, yeah. star wars and all kinds of other games so i just really got into gaming like yeah. hardcore and like you know never really looked back <laughs> and and then when i went to college i made other friends who were really into gaming and then my friend steve and i steve johnson right after i graduated college we decided to start our own game company 
Hex Games. So our, our original uh, release was Quags, the quick ass game system. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, we've just been we've been putting out games ever since. So that was that was 1998 was the release of Quags. And we've been putting stuff out continuously since then. So we've got a huge, huge number of books. Uh, Hobo Mancer, Laser Ponies, Leopard Women of Venus. Save Dave. <laughs> Save Dave. All kinds, all, all kinds of stuff. So I know y'all are playing some DCC. I'm assuming that you play some of your own games as well. Is that correct? <laughs> or is it- yeah. In recent years, I've really gotten into DCC. And that's the main thing I've been running. Mm-hmm. Well, and that in old school essentials. I started running that too. Yeah, it's a nice I really game. like old school. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a fun time. We've been, play- I've been playing that with the kids too. But uh, I just, I really got into DCC just a few years ago when my friend Josh introduced me to it. And then, so then I, I've, I've done some DCC uh, books. Like I did the zine Akashic Titan and then the follow up Akashic Titan Blue Bolt. And that's, that's just a lot of fun. Really enjoying the, the DCC world. A lot of folks are, they got some great stuff. Their modules are amazing and it's very unique of a game. It definitely takes things in a new direction in a lot of ways while keeping that kind of old game feel. Yeah, yeah. They got a weirdness to them that I, I enjoy. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun little game. It, it, far more random tables than a lot, a lot <laughs> of games have just in the core mechanics of casting spells and everything else. But it's it's neat. It's neat. Now, uh, going back to Swan Castle real quick, what is the when this drops live on or whatever goes goes live and it's posted, it should be the I'm assuming that the Kickstarter will be live. Can you tell us all what folks can expect when it comes to the Kickstarter and backing and what what to be looking for and whatnot? Yes. Okay. so here's the thing. This is a a multi-genre setting for use with any game. So you might be wondering, so what what game mechanics are you using? What system are you using with the setting? So I decided, uh, and this is this is just going to make life more difficult for me, but <laughs> I decided we're going to have three different versions oh. available. One of which is going to use Quags, the quick ass game system from Hex Games, which I co-created uh, and have done a lot of work with. One of them is going to be a sort of an OSR compatible system that you can use with your you know favorite sword and sorcery game and then one of them is going to be compatible with troika because uh, oh, nice. i also like playing that and it's <laughs> a lot about traveling from world to world so that just seemed like a good mix yeah it does seem like it would be a good fit to use with troika that's a it's a it's a, it's a very unique game i'll say that i ran it a couple it of is. times for our group <laughs> We, I ran the adventures that are in the the, the in the back of the ma- the main book with the hotel and everything and and through yeah it's so book. weird yeah it is it's so weird <laughs> and 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 we threw a, I threw a few little things from some zines that I had picked up or some off of itch or something like that as well into that game but it, it was it was fun we, we I, I enjoyed it we ran it well the thing I'm gonna ask is we're about on time could you tell the listeners where they can find you online where they can follow you pick up some of your other stuff and whatnot uh yes I do have a website which is latenconnor.com l-e-i-g-h-t-o-n-c-o-n-n-o-r.com and I have a bunch of stuff on drive through RPG under X games and I'm on itch.io itch itch.io uh latenconnor.itch.io is where you can get some of my my games there 
So we're excited to launch Kickstarter. Check us out when we launch. Blumier, is there any place you want people to follow you on the internet? I don't have any social media accounts. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> that works. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook, search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at LogarHillCrom. We're on Patreon. We could use support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.